Hey there, and welcome back to the Second Lunch Podcast. What episode is this? Twelve, baby. Twelve, baby. Not to not uh, Aaron Rodgers. Hey, great news. The Batman has gone to Jersey. I know. It's probably going to be like two weeks after it's happened by the time I edit this. But God, I can't. I'm so thrilled. It's just over. It's over. Yeah. We can be happy and suck now. Yeah. No pressure. We can cheer for him to suck. Yeah. That's always an easier plight for me. It's easier to get in that mindset. In some in some more somber news, the Bucks have been eliminated from the NBA playoffs. It's true, but you're by, cracking advance. By the worst fucking team ever. I hate the Heat so much. I It just came out of my mouth while I was watching Jimmy Butler score, what was it, 7 million points against us, whatever game that was. Uh, I shouted, I hope their plane crashes and... I don't really mean it, but that's how angry I was <laughs> that I was wishing death upon yep. the, the poor captain. Yeah, you gotta, it's not you his gotta, fault. You got to take it easy. You chartered. have a child now. Yeah, but I didn't <laughs> wish anything on her. The world's a better place without Jimmy Butler in it. Anyway, cracking her kicking butt. Yeah, let's Pretty get cool. more positive here. You're kind of bringing cracking, me down. Cracking her sweet. <laughs> hey, it's a good, good way to say it. It's only up from here. Yeah. We start with uh, Chris saying he hopes people crashes. die. Don't talk about roommates. Or don't talk about other people that live in the apartment building. <laughs> I just moved out. Board. Moved clear out of there. We're better now. I don't have to deal with them. What is happening? What's going on? Oh, Brussels is back. Yeah. Maybe, maybe not now, but Brussels was, yeah. did come back. So thank you. Thank you, Brussels. Uh, we're big in Belgium, baby. Yeah. We also uh, shout out to my friend Morgan for supplying us with a lot of uh, yes. Gucci or greasy questions. Yes, Morgan. Thank you very much. Uh, that goes for really anybody who's listening. If, if there's something you want to hear us discuss, please send it our way. We're we're happy. I mean, we talk about nothing anyway, so we have some guidance. It certainly could not hurt. Uh, shout out to Brazil as well. Is that your? Did you say you think that's your cousin who's yeah. listening in Brazil? Mm-hmm. Very cool. Shout out to Cole's cousin. Uh, let's get cracking. What else we got to talk about, Cole? Yeah, well, I think we should just jump into the Tinderella questions here. So we got our two little uh, shout outs there. I mean, you wanted to talk about ketchup and taquitos first, but we're going to save that for after the oh Tinderella my questions. God, yeah. We, need um, <laughs> we want, we're trying to be positive here. <laughs> yeah. To start, to start, let me get more beer in me before. <laughs> You know, as they say, it always gets darkest before the lights go completely out. What's the deal with apricot fruit strips? What is the deal? They're garbage. Nobody <laughs> likes them. Do they owe something to somebody with an apricot form? I don't the, understand. The apricot impresario. Have you ever just had an apricot? Because that's kind of the thing. All these other things that are like flavors like strawberry, apple, things you fucking eat. Have like I had an apricot? Flavors I, you I know. I clearly look like a guy who's only eating the fruit <laughs> that is in like the core six, you know, the basic colors. I haven't seen a pomegranate in my entire life. <laughs> you mean I have to peel the kiwi? No. <laughs> no. no, just eat the whole thing. Yeah, you fuck the, it. You're never going to eat another one. So you might as well. not worth the squeeze, as they say. <laughs> uh, yeah, thoughts. I mean, I, I just think it's a dumb... Well, so uh, my familiarity is more with the dried apricots. So so the fruit strip, I'm more picturing like a dried mango situation. I don't know. I feel like you're more in tune fruit with having you a know, newborn. You know, like the, the rectangular shaped. Like a fruit leather? Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Those <laughs> are made for kids. I still eat them. But those are me- like designed for kids, right? right? You're not 
ever going to convince a kid of a fucking apricot. Yeah, I mean, I don't I think we kind of covered this idea that like these these artificial fruit flavors or even if they're supposed to be real, they're not they're not reflective of the actual. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, these are allegedly made of the actual it's, fruit. It's like the parable of the cave where you're like I'm seeing the shadow of the man and I assume <laughs> it's the man that I don't know. <laughs> this is this is essence of apricot to me. <laughs> Every time I think of apricot strips, well this is what happened. We ran out of all the other flavors and apricot was the last one left. It reminds me of that scene in the office where Michael is at uh, Jim and Pam's wedding, and he asks Pam's mom if she has any snacks, and she pulls out a fruit leather, and it's apricot, and he goes, ugh, apricot. <laughs> Do you have, like, strawberry? <laughs> no, I'll just, I'll take that. Apricot. <laughs> Made of real apes. <laughs> such a dumb joke, but love it. Okay, now we're just recounting things from the office. Go, what's the next question? Okay, so... What type of item would you launch out of a shirt cannon at a sporting event? So, I've only seen shirt cannons used for two things. Shirts and, at Bucks games, sausages. Yeah, I've seen it for hot dogs. I've seen the dog cannon. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I would like to try a water balloon. I wonder if it would just explode as soon as you tried to launch it, but I would love to try. I, I think in the year 2023, we have the technology to get the water balloon out of the cannon in one piece so that it <laughs> well, can just destroy i feel like it would have more accuracy <laughs> than the slingshot you know what i mean oh absolutely no you've got like a pneumatic you've got <laughs> you've got some serious science going on behind i mean now they have the shirt cannons that you can crank that have like six barrels like you've got an old-timey rail gun oh my and god here's what i would do water balloons filled with beer so then people are still going after him, but then it just fucking explodes on him. <laughs> That's what I would do. What about you? Oh, pack of smokes. <laughs> yeah. Smokes. I What's mean, the situation here? Oh, you I, it's just a promotion. No, no, no. This <laughs> is me go at, deep. This is me at the game okay. <laughs> wanting to promote Joe Camel and the gang. Because they don't have enough promotion. No, you can't promote them on TV. You know, I got to try to do some work for the boys here but i mean also i think that smokes represent the spirit of tradition for sports better than a lot of things so it would just be a bunch of people catching them like can we smoke in here <laughs> the question i ask in every restaurant that i go to what do you do with your uh your bread loaf butts with your your loaf ends yeah so this happened to me the other day because i wasn't monitoring the bread loaf situation closely enough katie's more the type of person who waits until the end of the loaf to deal with it i'm not that guy as soon as i start the loaf i take that f the top butt and just work with that i just go down the loaf in order i see but I see. She's Katie gets to the end and she's got two butts and that, I mean, I'm not, I don't have an issue with uh, bread loaf butts because I'm a fucking adult, but some people don't like them. And even I think as somebody who has no issue with them, two butts, well, I like two butts generally, but in this situation, two butts, it's a little too punk rock. A, a sandwich is all about symmetry for me. So I roll the same way. Uh, just keep kicking that can down the road until yeah. you've got two butts. 
the thing is, is but that the, do you eat? Do you and, eat the two bucks? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's perfectly good. Br- Look, the people at Aura Wheat know what they're up to. <laughs> if it wasn't good, they'd throw them away. <laughs> but in a world where you were creating your own bread, you would be able to cut off the two ends. You know, right off the bat, you'd have the whole loaf presented to you. Instead, though, I'm rifling through this sleeve here, like going, working towards the bottom of the deck of cards, and it just doesn't work the same way. I don't know if I'm a ham-fisted fat guy or what it is, but I always break those little plastic clip things. Oh, I just throw them away because I know I'm going to lose it. (laughs) And so if you embrace it and then you just spin it and tuck the... (laughs) Spin and tuck. Well, that's what I end up having to do because I break it every time. Yeah. See, I'm just cutting to the chase and I'm just... Ashley's probably wondering, where do these things go? Oh, they're, I throw them right into the garbage. <laughs> you could at least recycle. <laughs> I refuse to believe there's a part of the recycling plant. That's how it works, right? Where they're taking in all the bread loaf toppers. <laughs> no fucking chance. Uh, is there a TV show that you are embarrassed to like? Um, I detest... I call it white trash TV, but you know, like just trash. What what is it? I think you're just talking about reality TV yeah, in general, but I mostly hate, things on the TLC network. Hate reality TV, but there's three that I can watch. Uh, my 600 pound life makes me feel oh like so much better about whatever is happening. It makes me immediately me. like tragically depressed. Well, I can't watch it all the time. Let's not go crazy here. But once a month, or you know, if I'm no, in a I'm hotel. No, I'm saying immediately. <laughs> I'm not saying it takes like a, a marathon to bring me into the dumps. <laughs> yeah, I can't watch more than a couple episodes, but you know, I'll come across one if I'm scrolling channels. I'm like this fucking guy. And you know, I watch them be fatter than me for a little while. And then uh, Below Deck. That's the one where it's a bunch of hot people on a boat and they end up banging each other and then there's drama about everybody banging each other. I'm stunned that you detest trashy TV and the first two you've named are some of the that trash- one's not That one's not that bad because most of them Those are, are Australian trashy- and they have accents. And you know, This is whatever. like not Antiques Roadshow. This is definitely some trashy shit you're naming off here. Oh, Antiques Roadshow? <laughs> Do you think that's embarrassing? I also- Oh, no, no. I'm just saying in the spectrum of reality TV to hate, I'm shocked that the ones you like are the ones that are at the bottom of the cracker barrel. 90 Day Fiance. That's another one. I couldn't pay me to watch it. It's just American people looking like fucking idiots. Yeah, I can go outside and do that. I don't need the television. Why would I? I pay for YouTube TV, and then I'm going to use that subscription? Not a fucking chance. Now, there are some things that I will watch. Uh, I mean, Ashley and I watch you know, plenty of like the House Hunter shows, but I, I will admit I can get down with some Say Yes to the Dress and some Four Weddings. Both of those are tolerable oh. shows for me. That's the one where everybody not, like trashes the other person's wedding, right? They don't really trash it. They do rate each other's, but that's why I can tolerate it because people just talking shit about each other. Again, I can go to the sports bar and save myself some time and, well, not money. I'm getting shit-faced there. But, yeah, so those two jump to, the, jump to mind, but one that is that i truly feel embarrassed about is i still enjoy some of those like world's wildest police videos <laughs> yeah you pay for your whole seat but you only need the edge yeah <laughs> i love that garbage that is some of the worst television and i'm really not particularly interested in watching whatever this fucking jerk off session is but every once in a while a guy takes a car on a on a spin <laughs> yes and in la because the news stations there are 
trained, so to speak, to like follow these high speed chases when they happen, you get some good fucking footage. Yeah. So that is the one that like hands down, hate to admit it, but yeah, I get down on some car chases. Uh, I can I I liked watching cops growing up. There's always some good cops. See, that bums me out. That's too... I've had those guys at my house too many times. <laughs> it's just too... It's like a Vietnam They have to flashback. be chasing somebody so it doesn't feel that real to you. <laughs> Is that what you're saying? <laughs> no, when they get to the house and the people are there ready to be spoken to, that's what... There's a kid that pokes his head out. See, that's me. That's me in the background there. I always like when it's a noise complaint. They go in and some like 75-year-old man who's just fucking blacked out. Want, trying to go fishing at 3 a.m., something like that. that in his, in his pool, like he's <laughs> yeah. fucking Al Capone, yeah. riding out his syphilis. Uh, what is the best juice? <sighs> That's I don't have an answer. That's why I asked, because I, I honestly don't know. Because apple juice, I think, might be the tastiest, but then you just want to drink a lot of it, and I don't know if you've ever drank too much apple juice. That is problematic uh orange juice also very good if i had to pick one i would i would say apple juice i'm going pineapple orange banana i'm going with one of the fancy schmancy store you know give me that i guess i didn't i didn't give you any rules i was thinking one (laughs) oh we're going sing oh uh (coughs) then complete wild card i'm going grape oh damn it you know what that's a good call drink the fuck out of some grape juice as a kid man i used to just sit at the table and shout grape juice please because my mom wouldn't let me pour it so you know if i wanted some i had to go make somebody else get it so yeah grape juice please shout it out i like how there's you mentioned that you weren't allowed to get it with no prior story like there was no catastrophe that led to that rule (laughs) i mean i i I think that story tells itself (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what not allowed to okay well uh, i tried to pour it myself and we had to go get more grape juice <laughs> all right <laughs> all right weirdest pornography you've ever seen yeah weirdest one i've ever seen two girls one cup doesn't count because it's not real um but the spin-offs from two girls one cup have provided some really crazy shit. My, the weirdest one I've ever seen was uh, two guys, one stump. And it was a, an amputee, a guy who didn't have his the lower part of his leg. And he was... Uh, you know, That's creative. He was fricking the other guy in the butt with it. So that was weird. That also seems like a novelty, though. I feel right. like, you know, you're... This is like Sandler type <laughs> slapstick. Uh, for me, it's anything in which a person is wearing a hat and shoes and nothing else. <laughs> so it really doesn't belong to a singular video. It's just that entire aesthetic. The shoes I get for traction, but then the hat. It's, I don't know. It's a <laughs> I like, uh, well, I don't like it. I just think it's kind of amusing. The clothed female nude male porn because i it's such a strange fantasy to have to me where where like i can't imagine jerking off i'm like all right i'm naked but nobody else is like that's the complete (laughs) opposite of of what i'm going for this is not what my therapist told me to feel awfully close to a crime to me you know what i mean like it just that's where the thrill is chris (laughs) (laughs) now we've got to go to our 
our, our normal questions <laughs> or our non Tinderella. So you had written more about ketchup here yeah. and taquitos. And we're, I, we're probably going to have to retire ketchup conversations, unfortunately, because I uh, went over to my mother-in-law's house um who really that in, that entire segment was about <laughs> it was about her and her children basically and um i was dropping off kennel before going to a cracking game and uh she's like oh yeah you know uh, the kids just ran out to get chinese food i was like oh better make sure you got ketchup and I bond like a <laughs> shit. She was not amused. In fact, I, I felt the temperature go up a little bit. Like, I think she was truly annoyed. I was like, Oh, I think I, we've struck a nerve. Like, I, I don't think they like having their, uh, ketchup crimes picked <laughs> apart. But, uh, so yeah, I, I think, I think we've got to leave it because it's actually going to start causing problems, which all, all families have problems, but, <laughs> I, I have ketchup insults. I, I also doing it for me. I don't think that you could have really topped yourself much more until they do like, oh, ketchup toothpaste. Okay, now this is a fucking act. Okay, well here's here's one thing I wanted to comment on because it blew my fucking it blew Katie's mind, and she grew up in this environment. <sighs> Katie's mom sent Katie a picture of her nephew, who I think is three, eating taquitos with ketchup and she's like what do you think of that i was like that's clearly insane but he's three yeah. and he doesn't know better yeah like ketchup is just a vehicle to get you to eat things you wouldn't normally eat but the thing is people usually grow out of that and just eat the thing yeah like they grow out of shitting their pants and using monosyllabic <laughs> words you know yes. what do you want me to do celebrate the fact that the kid can't use a word with two syllables no <laughs> He's a product of his current status. That's what I said. I was like, I would judge him if he could put together an entire sentence, yeah. but he can't. So let him have his ketchup with his taquitos. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to judge that guy for his <laughs> until he's like in my phone book. It really doesn't. <laughs> yeah. Now, if your mom was doing this too, that I would judge. But. Right. So, yeah. Anyway, I think the ketchup, uh, I'll let you know if anything else happens, but it's starting to get me in trouble is what I'm saying. All right. Well, as soon as they use it as a cocktail mixer or they're using it in their <laughs> Bloody Mary or something, you let me know. Uh. Uh, on that topic of food crimes, though, I did want to ask, really, this is a general question about any any food crimes that you've committed out of desperation, because there's a few that I have where you're you're limited in terms of what you got left, like <laughs> like a pb and j on sourdough bread Oof, sourdough man that is reaching that's pretty tough i <laughs> i was just really high and put salsa on popcorn once did not work it was like <laughs> it was like this is two things i love this seems like it would be perfect but what happened was this perfect bowl of popcorn got completely sogged up by like how wet the salsa was <laughs> and so i just couldn't eat it i just couldn't eat it it was impossible no. um i remember another time this is back when i used to smoke all the time i had uh what were they fiber one bars is that what they were called oh yeah like those like brownie ones that were actually really fucking good but i got high and had like 12 of them 
So you had like 800% of your daily. <laughs> yeah. And 100% of me calling out from work the next day <laughs> with the poops, which is another topic, actually. Me being sick this last week, I was thinking about all the reasons I used to call out from school when I was younger. <laughs> I don't know if you have any good ones, but I do remember <clears throat> one time I was at school and I was just too horny to carry on. <laughs> I had to get out of there. It was, I had PE coming up and I knew that was going to be bad because we had stretching lines and we alternated boy, girl, boy, girl. It was like they were punished, like they were trying to make something happen. We were all like in middle, like we're in eighth grade. Of course, I'm going to get a fucking boner. They're like, oh man, Moran's got real tight hamstrings. He's, he hasn't gotten up from stretching for 10 minutes. So I was like, yeah, I have to get out of here. So I went to the, the nurse's office or whatever, and I called my mom. I was like, Mom, I'm, I'm sick. Can you come pick me up? And she was kind of pissed about it. But it worked. She came, and she got me. Immediately went up to my room. I was like, yeah, I'm going to go sleep. Got on the computer straight away. And my mom caught me jerking it that day. And what's really funny is she was like, turn that off and go downstairs. And she, like, got out of my room and let me, like, put everything away right so i really quickly cleared my history and i guess she went back on my computer to see what i was looking at and was actually more pissed that i knew how to clear my history than uh she was about me even doing yeah. that <laughs> now i can't see if you're looking at the anarchist cookbook Chris, <laughs> or whatever you're up to like you're gonna make homemade napalm <laughs> styrofoam and gasoline kids it's not complicated it was uh, pretty clearly two ladies looking at each other's butts it wasn't anything crazy you know what i mean yeah, but without the smoking gun, so to speak. <laughs> what, did you ever call out for anything weird? or? No, I mean, I faked sick <laughs> plenty, uh, but that anecdote about checking into the school nurse did remind me of uh, in in middle school. No, excuse me. This was actually, this was in high school. So uh, my dad would pay my brother and the neighborhood kids with weed to get them to trim the weed when it came time to, you know, harvest. So, you know, cheap labor. Anyways, uh, my when you trim weed for a whole weekend, you're going to show up to school reeking of pot. <laughs> and, uh, he, of course, my brother smells like weed. They bring him into the principal's office 10 minutes into the first period. And he's like, look, my dad has a green card. He grows pot. Uh, you know, I really can't control this. They called my dad. He confirmed it. So then they were like, all right, you're allowed to smell like weed at school now. <laughs> yeah. And that completely opened up the floodgates <laughs> on the other end of the spectrum. Now you basically had the Teflon Don. You had <laughs> this untouchable weed monster that was allowed to smell as aggressively as possible. And... uh yeah, there was a there was one time where his eyes were super red and they sent him to the nurse to see if they could get him in trouble. But since I had been on ASB, the nurse was like, I remember your brother. I think I'm just going to tell them that you're really sick today. <laughs> <laughs> that is one cool nurse. Send the kids home. He tipped her with a couple <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Throw a couple joints in the planner there. But uh, did you, th this is something I wanted to ask later, did you have a place in uh, middle school or in high school where all the kids either smoked pot or yeah. fought? <laughs> uh, it was weird because nobody fought 
Yep. Nobody fought at my school, like, at all. Never happened. Never even heard of somebody pushing another person. Lame. Really lame. Super, super lame. <laughs> and uh, Smoking Pot, there was, like, the woods behind school. I lived in a pretty heavily wooded area. I know you grew up in Seattle. I don't know how much you guys had, like, woods. But we had woods. Like, people would go just into the vague woods <laughs> and smoke out of a pop can or an apple or something but the one place everybody hung out and occasionally smoked for whatever reason was the safeway parking lot i don't know why everybody thought it was cool to hang out in front of a grocery store but that was like the place to be you would hear like the next day you're like yeah i saw dylan and kenzie uh hanging out in front of safeway <laughs> like you're getting a handy in the produce section yeah i fucking buy my watermelon there dude right and all they were doing is sitting in their fucking cars like that was, that was all anybody was doing nobody like got a, out it's like a drive-in theater but you're just watching what's at the safeway like <laughs> yeah. there's bill again yeah you're just heckling people He's, on yeah. their way to get another jug of rossi <laughs> <laughs> all right buddy <laughs> yeah for us it was salmon bay park and it was this fairly large park or is this fairly large park near ballard high and you'd hear that the fight was going on there and i imagine people in the neighborhood were kind of aware of what was happening because you'd see like 30 kids shadow boxing on their way somewhere <laughs> where all those kids are going <laughs> somebody listening to eye of the tiger really loud yeah the stereo. <laughs> Clearly, these kids are up to no good. <laughs> and yeah, so shit would go down at Salmon Bay Park. There was one fight in particular that I saw in which <laughs> it still makes me laugh. These two kids got into it. Uh, or excuse me, I'm telling this poorly. A kid was waiting for the other kid and he was nowhere to be found. Out of nowhere, the kid pops out of the trunk of a car with a shovel and <laughs> he knocks this kid down. And he basically tried to dig a hole through his shin and broke his leg. Oh. Like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> like put the God. shovel in and whoo! Oh, boy. Yeah, that's a Tuesday at Salmon Bay Park. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Did you ever, uh, did you ever get, like, suspended? Yeah, I did. I only ever got in-house. What'd you get suspended for? Oh, this kid got in my face and I just grabbed him and popped him a few put a, times put a shovel through his leg <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> uh, it was i i made amends with the kid later but he he got in my face and told me to shut the hell up and he just got snatched and punched there wasn't really any further discussion it was i love that about you even when somebody else <clears throat> is in the wrong you let him know usually a little aggressively <laughs> and beautifully <laughs> and then you apologize it all worked out. Now I went to to I went to school with the kid. That was, was like my freshman year. And then in in middle school, I almost got suspended once because I thought it would be funny to bring a flask to school filled with water. <laughs> that is a great bit. Yeah, and they did not think it was funny. Oh, at hilarious! All. Oh God, I could just picture you like launching into some long <laughs> diatribe in the middle of history class, <laughs> opening up the flask and sipping out of I'll it. Tell you something about the Louisiana. So I says to the guy. <laughs> Tell you something about the Louisiana Purchase. <laughs> I like that you you also turned into a grizzled alcoholic <laughs> yeah. as well. <laughs> he really committed to the bit. Staring at the class out of one bloodshot eye. <laughs> oh man, I I only ever got in house suspension, and it was bullshit, dude. It was I was in seventh grade, 
and we had a substitute teacher. I never got along with subs because, like I've said before, I was annoying. I was an annoying kid in class. I wasn't, like, yeah. annoying. I don't think tr- – like, I think everybody else thought I was funny. I was probably annoying for the teacher. <laughs> but like I said, it was always, like, I'd get the comments, like, yeah, he's disruptive, whatever, pleasure to have in class, uh, that type of stuff. So anyway, I was being a little rambunctious, and we had to take a test. And the substitute teacher was like, if anybody else makes a sound, I'm sending them to the principal's office because the whole class was just out of hand that day. And uh, I took that seriously because, like, I un- I pretty much pushed it to the limit. I never went over. I saw as far as I could get, and I was like, okay, he said principal, not, nope, not doing that. So we're taking the test, and I have to sneeze. A little bit of backstory here. Uh, we're going to talk more next episode about um, my siblings fucking me over, giving me bad info, like we did on the last one, actually, with my brother telling me the definition of socks or wearing socks to bed as a nerd, right? Oh, right, yeah. Uh, My sister had told me, if you ever have to sneeze, just say the word cucumber, and you won't sneeze. So I'm in the middle of taking a test. The room is silent, and I just... (laughs) I get why the kid next to me started laughing, because I just went, cucumber. (laughs) (laughs) He fucking lost it. So, of course, the teacher gets pissed at me, and he kicks me out of the class. I was like, I didn't fucking do anything, because I honestly felt like I didn't do anything. I was just... And I wound up sneezing anyway on top of it as he's yelling at me. Fucking lion sister. (laughs) Right. And so he kicks me out, and I, like, slammed the door behind me on the way out. I was just pissed. And went to the principal's office, and the principal was like, you said cucumber? I was like, yeah, that's exactly what happened. You can ask anybody else. And I knew the principal at the time, because he was my principal in grade school. So he just, like, clearly knew me. And so he's like, I'm not doing anything, but just go to the next period, whatever. And so then uh, the next day, I guess the the teacher was like wrote a letter to the principal and was like, yeah, he was defiant. And anyway, I wrote a letter. He, they were like, you need to write an apology letter and you'll get out of it. And anyway, my letter started with, uh, dear teacher, I'm sorry that you're so ignorant. And I just wrote the most fake apology letter ever. And so they're like, yeah, you, you're going to, you get in house suspension now for six hours. So yeah. that was, yeah, I would have, I would have absolutely also written a <laughs> really letter. sarcastic. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I don't think I had the wherewithal at the time or the nuance to write something like per my last email, <laughs> which yeah. basically means, can right. you fucking read <laughs> right. you illiterate turd? <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. I wanted to ask, is your is Katie a heavy sleeper? Mm. Um, she is when she's snoring, but not when I am. I feel like I've stumbled into something here. <laughs> yeah, you ha- you absolutely have. I'll just say when I was sick this last week, I had to sleep on the couch because apparently I sleep too loud for her to continue. So anyway, what are is Ashley a heavy sleeper, Cole? Oh, she cannot be woken up. <laughs> really? For me to wake her up, I would have to do things between there. They begin at rude, <laughs> and they end at criminal, <laughs> like. On more than one occasion, I have thrown water in her face because, <laughs> yeah, she's just, she's in another plane. That's pretty cool, actually. I'd love to sleep that hard. It's, it just worries me for if there's a house fire, it's like... <laughs> right. I was just going to ask you, what what would you do if there was a house fire? Oh, well, I mean, we do have 
we have sliding glass doors that go out of our bedroom to like where the hot tub is so i would drag her out there and then try to wrangle the cats <laughs> the dogs can go out there but yeah that would be uh that stresses me out right now <laughs> it's yeah she is an impossibly heavy sleeper yeah i'm i'm a pretty heavy sleeper if i've been drinking but otherwise i wake pretty easily yeah, well, these if-then statements where the if is certainly true or not that helpful, you know. <laughs> well, if I had dinner, well, <laughs> shit. <laughs> Here we are. Uh, how do you guys split up your household duties? Do you guys split the same duties? Do you guys have, you know, a duty that one has one week, one has the other? What's the, um, what's the separation here? What's the delineation? Basically, anything Katie is like, I don't want to do this today. I do it. She pretty much does. I, I don't want to say everything, but more of more of the the duties. Pretty much dog related things. I do sometimes poorly. Like I should probably brush moose more than I should. Oh yeah, <clears throat> you're sandbagging it where you do a job poorly enough that she just takes that responsibility <laughs> right, too. Right. I just know so, how to sweep. Yeah, honey. basically, like if she cooks, I'll do dishes. Something something like that. What about you guys? Uh, well, we take turns cooking, so that's just like a night in, night out switch off. Uh, I do more stuff around the house, but she has to do all the big shit. So, like, I do, I take out the garbage and do the dishes and, like, throw the laundry in and do all that stuff so that I do not have to pressure wash the driveway. <laughs> so, uh, I basically do, like, 50 two-minute chores so that I can get out of the one two-hour chore like once a month <laughs> how did ashley die well she fell off a ladder putting up the christmas lights but i did the dishes <laughs> all month listen one of us is gonna die on the ladder so yeah let's get the professional i'm in a, yeah i'm at a weight where i'm hiring somebody else to get on a ladder yeah as as i've mentioned i'm at a high enough risk for a spook death uh <laughs> you start involving ladders i'm basically already in the icu yeah. um <clears throat> <laughs> uh have you have you guys ever gone to vegas together i haven't been to vegas as an adult actually last time when i was in like seventh grade i'm sure you were still able to gamble just on appearance <laughs> right right no i i remember everybody handing me like those porno trading cards that was i like that especially as a seventh grader it was just people handing me like naked ladies on the cards. like <laughs> this is a cool place <laughs> yeah and in Vegas, Ashley and I, that's our favorite vacation destination. Mm -hmm. And we turn into just the absolute dregs of society. <laughs> complete. We've gone, <clears throat> I think, five or six times now. People always ask, did we go to a show? What did we see? Go to a show. <laughs> no. I, 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 I can't even. While I was puking, I don't. <laughs> I can't even respond to that with a straight face. Like, uh, unless the show is me getting to Fat Tuesdays four minutes before they open, <laughs> what so did that we I can see get the first buffet at five a.m. Yeah, there was one time in Vegas where we got so drunk so early. I was in bed at four p.m. two different days. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God! Why? How? Oh, you just get up and you, like I said, so you go to Fat Tuesdays, we like staying on the south end of the strip, the Mirage is our favorite, you go across the street to where the Flamingo is, 
Fat Tuesday sells you a big old booze slushy, and you can get an extra shot of moonshine in it for a dollar. Oh, fuck. Moonshine is dangerous. Yeah. I, it's times like those where I wish they still had paper so food stamps. This sounds, you guys in Vegas sounds like me in Wisconsin. Mm. Like, basically, when, when we get back from Wisconsin, there's like a two-week window where if I crack any sort of can, like... I'll open a LaCroix or something at 8 in the morning. Katie will be like, did you just crack a beer? Because that's all I was doing the whole time we yeah. were in Wisconsin. Morning shower beer every morning. Yeah, yeah Rain Ranger. Got to do it. right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so so you start off at Fat Tuesday. You hit up the $5 tables at Flamingo, and from there it just falls apart. How much money you guys <clears throat> do you guys, is one of you the one who wins and one loses? You both win. You ever come home broke? Uh so it definitely varies uh we have rarely lost our ass too bad and sometimes somebody comes up on money you know we've definitely lost overall i do good on my sports bets particularly fights do you do anything but, crazy when you win a bunch of money no because you usually don't, like, get a hooker and just talk to him yeah i'm gonna do the chris rock thing <laughs> hour for anything i want paint my house uh <laughs> No, I mean, so Ashley, the last time we were there, definitely lost a significant chunk of change <laughs> because Ashley has an addictive personality and she can really swing for the fences where I'm just like, how are you not tired of gambling after 10 hours? I just get tired of the lights, you know, <laughs> certain point. I just want to go to the sports book, <laughs> just drink. Uh, but no, eventually, you know, we will win the lottery and then uh, that'll be when all the stupid shit gets busted out but now <laughs> to date we haven't won anything cool enough to go truly stupid what's the biggest pot you ever won mm. i won like 900 bucks on a slot once that's pretty sick yeah Dude, but most of everyone was 11 dollars. see i always bet the max though so when you're just betting oh five dollar five well you got to <laughs> so you had a really you got to get 32 minutes yeah you got to get stupid with holy it. crap you got to bet the max. How else are you going to not win the jackpot that's up there? <laughs> yeah. When I go to Vegas, I want to see some cool musical act. You know, I, I think back to, you know, how cool it would have been to see Elvis there in like the 70s, late 60s. But pretty much my mission is going to be where can I see boobs? Mm. Well, that's fair. I mean, you're going to go to the Packers game. I don't know if that's the type of boobs you want to see, but they'll be <laughs> but out. They will be there. there they will, will be, be mine. <laughs> All right. Yeah, and Oakland just got a fucking baseball team, too. Or, not. sorry, not Oakland, Las Vegas. Yeah. Poor fucking Oakland. Yeah, right. You're a poor city. Although, I've been there. Why did anybody ever go there? I mean, I like Oakland. Uh I've enjoyed it every time I've been there, and of course, I mean this is I the got, I gotta of say, life. I've only ever been around the Coliseum, which I think I've said this to you before, but I've been to the Roman Coliseum, and the Oakland Coliseum is still the oldest fucking thing <laughs> I've ever. Well, seen. yeah, I, I mean, I would say then if that's the only place you've been in Oakland, that's probably not a fair assessment of the no, city, but that, also that, like four that block is, radius. Or that is also the problem, though, with the Coliseum, right? That it was right. a stinky old pile of shit, and <laughs> yeah. that the the sewers would back up into the guest locker rooms and they had raccoons that got loose in the announcer booth and things like that. <laughs> like, you know, these almost cartoonish problems. Yeah, this where... is kingdom stuff. Yeah. What are you guys doing? 
So, yeah, but I mean, it's also, it's a circle of life, right? Like, athletics were in Philadelphia and, what, Kansas City before Mm -hmm. that? I mean, it's terrible, but it's also... It's kind of neat Vegas is getting these teams, but... I mean, I love it. And if I can go see a Cardinals game in Vegas for 12 bucks, I'm in. I am very much in on that. That's how I feel about the Brewers, too. Like, it's not that... Flight's not that expensive. The hotels aren't that bad. Well, I mean, I know that Vegas fans are turning out to an extent for Raiders and and the Golden Knights, but it's baseball. You're telling me a June game, especially if they're like 10 games under (laughs) 500. You think you're falling asleep at 4 p.m. Oh, baby. (laughs) All these people in Vegas going to A's games. Like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Luckily in Vegas, you can get those rehydration IV drips. What they got to do is make all their their seats like those uh, boozy movie theater, theater recliners. So people can just snap. <laughs> we paid for the ticket. They're getting drinks. Let them sleep through the third inning. Who fucking cares? It's, I mean, for I, I was talking to somebody about this. I think I spend more time wandering around at the baseball game and drinking than I do in my seat most right. of the time. Same. Unless it's the Brewers, I'm 100% the same way. You know what? The A's, when they move to Vegas, should have to play the Savannah Bananas like three weekends a year. <laughs> That would be the way to do it. For those of you who don't know, uh, the Savannah Bananas are technically like a baseball team and a technical. Yeah, they're like a semi-pro, but they just do crazy. It's like ninety percent showmanship. It's just weird shit stuff and, to get people interested in baseball again to an extent. Yeah, it's like the Harlem Globetrotters, but baseball. Yeah, basically, yeah. just kind of wacky, weird shit. It's entertaining. Chris, this one I don't really know. You were talking about old people and inflation but i'm not sure what this one really meant i was watching derek i don't know if you've seen derek it's the ricky gervais show where he plays um like a middle-aged guy who works at an old folks home and i think the guy is supposed to be autistic or whatever it's much more tastefully done than i'm making it sound but there's this part where he's rubbing this old lady's feet and she's like i'm i'm out of toffees but i I have a quarter for you. And he's like, well, you're out of toffees? And she's like, but you're still a good boy. And he's like, I'm a hungry boy. <laughs> <laughs> it makes me laugh every time. But then it got me thinking, like, where did these old fucks get off thinking they can give you a quarter for a foot rub? Like, they're acting like inflation doesn't exist. They know damn because every, every time, <laughs> every time they're like, oh, I used to be able to get a cheeseburger for 10 cents. You know damn well that's at least two bucks now. Yeah, well, it also lacks context because the used to be able to get a cheeseburger for ten cents. It's like, yeah, well, I used to be able to get gas for twenty cents a gallon, but here so I my, am driving. Your my point ass. is, they know that twenty five cents is far too cheap for a foot rub. They know inflation. They're I like, fucking I like you around. You've, you've extrapolated this fictional person from a Netflix show into <laughs> the archetype for all old people. I'm saying she knows it's at least ten bucks <laughs> for a foot rub. <laughs> want to talk about your hatred of birds oh i fucking hate birds dude i was thinking about this today because they wake me up every goddamn morning i just have trees around my windows which is like cool because it's nice looking but fucking terrible because birds (laughs) i don't get why people like birds i get like birds of prey eagles owls big birds big bird larry bird all good Mm. birds any other bird can fuck hummingbirds are the only ones that because they don't make any fucking noise they're just kind of cool and their wings go really fast neat whatever all the other birds can fuck off they're just annoying see i i like birds they bring a lot of 
joy into my day when I see them outside. But Why? I do. Oh, they're nice. They it's don't nature. kill enough mice because there's still mice around. Is that what you get joy out of? Is how much something kills mice? Yes. Okay. Your 100%. daughter needs to step it up. Chris. I also don't. Kendall needs to kill more mice <laughs> and birds. <laughs> they. I just. All they do is wake me up. Basically trying to get laid. That's all they're doing. That's what the singing and the fucking chirping and shit is about, right? Like, oh, somebody come fucking bang me. You're a loser. And I'm glad that people shoot you. My grandpa uh, got reprimanded because he was sick of having these birds come and make nests under, like, the archways in his backyard. So he got a pellet gun and started shooting them when they would come and try to nest. And he got in trouble for that. But I totally agree with that. You should shoot them. I fuck. I, I don't know. I just hate birds. I don't get why anybody likes them. Uh, my dad used to work with a person you'd probably appreciate. He would um, stand on the swing stage off of a building and hold his arms out like this. <laughs> and as soon as a pigeon would get close, he would grab it, break its wing off, and throw it off Holy the building. Christ. And one time he did that to like 14 pigeons and uh, police department, fire department came out. That's a bit gnarly. I'm going to say that is a bit gnarly. At least with the gun, they, there's they instant death. They weren't killing enough rats, in fairness. <laughs> they were not. They weren't. Kill more rodents. I guess what I, I really have a gripe with the owls, then. There's not enough owls. <laughs> At least owls are not really that annoying. The, the one bird I will agree with you on is crows. And that's because crows, as a kid, they would dive bomb me around my neighborhood during mating season. So, like, April to june or so i don't know that's when they would fuck with me i know that so i had to actually take a different route to school like three months of the year because crows also remember what you look like yeah the study they did at uw where they wore a mask and would fuck with crows mm -hmm. and then went back the next year wearing the mask and the crows were like this fucking guy's back <laughs> start fucking with the guy so crows are the one i appreciate how smart they are but I walk the dogs around the neighborhood. They try to get at a crow, and it's like it's only a matter of time till the council gets together and they have their vote, and they say this <laughs> right. fucking guy's out, his dogs are out. You know, cools are. I mean, they're kind of cool. Crows are kind of cool for not being like birds of prey, right? right. But I don't know, man. It's what a, is the point of? But birds? it's a really smart bird, but it's also a trash bird. It's like the goodwill hunting of birds. <laughs> you know, <laughs> very damaged bird, but. It can speed read. I uh, got shit on by a bird one time. I was on my way to a Bucks game, and I had just come out of the garage and instantly got shit on by a bird on my Thon Maker jersey, which was kind of fitting. Now, looking back <laughs> on it now, it would have been more appropriate if it was dog shit, so I appreciate that it was just bird shit. But, uh, yeah, just don't, just don't care for birds, full stop. Well, since you're talking about poop, I wanted to tell you a little story about <laughs> classic little little story about Honey Bucket University. Oh, uh, so I used to work uh, on behalf of the Teamsters for their pension trust. So you'd go around, you'd audit these angry employers, and like one time, a guy threatened to disappear me over the phone. He was like, "Do you know who Jimmy Hoffa is?" I was like, "I work for the Teamsters. Do you know a Catholic <laughs> guy named the Pope? Of course, I know who Jimmy Hoffa is." But one of the main questions that comes up, and I won't get into the weeds too much because it's not interesting for the listeners. Wait, but what did you do? Why did this guy want to fucking off you? Oh, because he had he was he had signed up basically for a contract he didn't fully understand. I'll leave it at that. But uh, <clears throat> but one of the questions 
that always comes up when auditing the Teamster payroll records is, are they doing bargaining unit work? BU work, meaning are they doing the work that is protected by the contract? So workers themselves are not protected by the contract. It's the work. It's the driving, not the driver, so to speak. But if your job is to be a driver, all the work you do is then protected. So for Honeybucket, their employees are Teamsters. They're protected. But what came up was a question of training. So when you're getting trained, <laughs> right, are you doing the bargaining unit work on behalf of the company or is this sort of fake work to teach you how to do the job? So, for instance, if you were learning how to deliver mail and to do that, you actually went and delivered mail with a guy, that would be you should be compensated. Even though you were being mm. trained, you were doing that protected work. Yeah. It's where Honeybucket University steps in. <laughs> Honeybucket University is property in North Carolina where for like three weeks it's a sort of Honeybucket boot camp. <laughs> oh, God, I can't think of anything worse. And yeah, they see if you've got what it takes, more or less. This is your hell week. And so they expose you to some of the... Uh, horrors <laughs> yeah some of the things you know some of the tricks of the trade some of the things you might see to basically test your metal and so we had a I bunch of how many times you have to barf before you're out they're like this guy three strike happen. rule yeah <laughs> i just i was particularly fond of the idea of our higher ups at this pension trust you know some suits and like six figure reading over you know, the guy wading through the poop trough going, is this bargaining unit work? Well, if he does it in week five versus week two, you know, and really splitting hairs over <laughs> whether this qualifies to have your pension contributions. So if somebody's ever telling you they've graduated from somewhere, ask where. <laughs> <laughs> honey Bucket University. Know that yeah. there's a Honey Bucket University out on the outskirts of Raleigh, North Carolina. We, why do they call it Honey Bucket? Because it's as far away from shit can as you could get. <laughs> okay. Well, fair enough. More syllables, you know. More syllables. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Gucci or Greasy putting frozen food in the microwave? As opposed to I'm the oven. I'm going to say Greasy because what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. It's not the move. You can't do Like, I immediately go to pizza rolls. I want those in me. As soon as possible. But I am never going to go straight from frozen <laughs> to the microwave. That's madness. You're missing out on so much potential flavor there, man. It's yeah. just not worth it. It's it's a huge loss. I will say that there's one exception to this that I find a little funny, which is the frozen pot pie. And the reason I call that an exception is because to cook it in the oven takes 70 minutes. That's a bit much. And so there was one time my brother asked my dad to throw him in, you know, a pot pie. My dad threw it in the oven. So my dad, my brother came down like 12 minutes later. The look of betrayal when he realized <laughs> his pot pie had 63 <laughs> minutes to go after freezing. <laughs> a stoned 17 year old in pajama pants who looks like he just had the rug pulled out from under him. Uh, <laughs> yeah, those pot pies, man. They got to figure out a faster method for that because Katie likes those too, and you're not, you're not joking. It's seventy minutes. Yeah, it's the serious. <laughs> I may not even be hungry in seventy minutes. All the food I'm going to eat just to get me to dinner. Yeah, this is <laughs> reminds me of the Mitch Hedberg joke. Like, 
baked potato in a microwave, five minutes. In an oven, who knows? <laughs> Weeks. <laughs> Just <laughs> throw it in there, go on vacation. Uh, okay, so we're on to the last couple segments. We've got our Wikipedia and we've got our, our etymology. So Wikipedia, what I wanted to tell you a little bit about today is the uh, Kowloon Walled City. Okay. Uh, have you ever heard of it? Mm, no. So it's an unofficial sort of residential complex built in Hong Kong when it was still under British rule. And it started in like the 50s and 60s. I believe it was formerly a military base and it had been abandoned. And so people that were sort of living on the outskirts, living rough, poorer folks started to move in to this gigantic base and more and more people moved in and it got to a point where like they folks are starting to add to the building sort of unofficially it's the sort of card tower of shit and the british had taken a very hands-off approach so it was basically run by organized crime to an extent but it was this gigantic it had the highest population density on earth uh, there was no even, you know, certain places in India that have insane high population densities could not come close. Oh my God. Their only real limitation to how tall it could be was the fact that the airport took off right by it. So if you lived in Kowloon Walled City, you usually didn't leave. You would get your dental care there and like an alleyway. And uh, very few what? parts of the city ever saw the light of day. When was this? Uh, it lasted, it was, it stood until into the 90s. Um, when did it start? Uh, it started in like the 50s, but it really started to get pretty crazy Jesus in like the 70s. Christ. But I believe it existed, it may have existed through the end of British rule in Hong Kong, which was 1997. So it may have gone all the way through that until you know, China reassumed control and was like, this is nuts. Good <laughs> God. <laughs> But yeah, it was uh, folks that grew up there rarely saw the light of day unless you like left the city because it was just this gigantic complex that kept going up and up. So there was not really any way for natural light to get into the Kowloon Walled City. I, I have a question, and just before I ask it, I'm going to tell anybody who's eating to maybe pause or skip ahead. Where did all the shit go? How, how did the plumbing work? Oh, God, I don't know. I haven't, I haven't dug into it enough. I haven't bought a book about it yet. So. I was going to say that wasn't your first question. That was the first thing I thought, like, that is population density. That's a lot of poop. Yeah, I'm sure that there's... I'm More sure. like poopy in the city. Just go, <laughs> just go, go. I'm not even going to finish it. All right, okay. We'll just move on to the last thing. We'll move on to etymology. Yes. So this one is is a little different than usual because it doesn't involve... Anyways... Do you know what the phrase, you don't know shit from Shinola means? What is Shinola? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, I do not. Shinola is uh, like, you know, like a, a hair polish of sorts. Oh, okay. So, you know, a Dapper Dan or a Fob or something like that. But that's the reason I chose it for this one because as a kid I was like well I don't know shit from Shinola because I don't <laughs> Shinola could be anything <laughs> so yeah it is uh basically you don't know shit from hair polish but <laughs> that kind of reminds me of when I 
uh, blamed my hair gel for me smelling like shit. <laughs> it's the Shinola guys. <laughs> uh, Damn uh, it. <laughs> <only> I knew. <laughs> yeah, like the other seven-year-olds would have been like, very familiar <laughs> oh, with those old brand names. Yeah. yeah, my folks keep that next to the Necco wafers. <laughs> what other ancient brands do you have? Uh, Moxie Cola. All right, well, I think that that's it for this week's episode. Uh, yeah, we ended on a better note. We went from plane crashes to... Uh, yeah. Anyway. It's amazing what not talking about Jimmy Butler will do. <laughs> ah, so annoyed. Anyway, we're going to wrap this up. This was a good... Well, this is kind of a weird episode. We had our we had our highs. <laughs> we had our lows. Um, Hot Jake has been really quiet, so I feel like we fucking bombed, and <laughs> so we're probably just gonna okay. have to probably just gonna have to fire him anyway. It's okay. Talk to him about that when we're not recording. <laughs> uh, if you guys will like and subscribe, we would appreciate it. Uh, keep listening. Maybe listen a little bit more. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Re-listen to some, I don't know. Uh, Leave YouTube running in the background. Yeah. With stuff. Uh, we're really enjoying this. I hope you guys are too. And uh, it's been a lot of fun talking about nothing but everything with all y'all. Again, uh, follow us on social media. If you're on there, we're on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, kind of. Um, who is on Twitter? Kissinger right? Net. Henry Kissinger's only <laughs> social media network. <laughs> Don't look that up. Anywho, uh, we're going to wrap it up, and we will see you guys next week. Love you a lot. Bye.